Hey mamas, and welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and independent eaters. I'm Alyssa, your mama in BRD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it. But honestly, the few seconds Instagram gives me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week right here as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short because mom life, but I plan on giving you real-life tactical advice and answering your actual questions. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, 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 and welcome to today's podcast. Today, I am talking all about portion sizes. This is a question that I get all the time, mostly on my Instagram. I've gotten a few emails with it. And then of course, um, inside my table talk program, I get it as well. These questions of like, right, but how much should my kid be eating? And you're not going to like today's episode. You're not going to like it. I already know this ahead of time. I'm telling you at the top, you're not going to like it. (laughs) Maybe you will. I don't know. But I think you're going to walk away feeling a little like, right, but just give me a spreadsheet. Just tell me how many tablespoons or cups or spoonfuls my child needs each and every day at each and every meal. And it's just not that simple. I wish it were. I also wish that I had like a grid to give you that was just like on Tuesday, they need five bites of mashed potatoes. And on Wednesday, they need two bites of green beans. Like (laughs) I wish I could tell you that, but I can't. And there's lots of reasons why I can't, but let's start with some of the basics. Okay. Every child is different. Oh, we hate hearing that as parent, right? Like we're like, okay, yeah, we know my child is unique and adorable and perfect and blah, 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 blah. And they're mine and I'm perfect for their, for them as a parent and da, da, da. Like we've heard all this, but like, let it sink in. Like your child is seriously uniquely different than every other child in the world. And you are uniquely different. Your home is uniquely different. The types of foods that you serve are uniquely different. And your geolo- like literally geographical location is different. Everything is different and unique about your family and your situation. So that would of course roll over into what and how much they eat. The other thing that's really important to remember is that growth is not linear, right? Like I think we can all probably think of a time where we woke up in the morning, looked at our kid and we're like, wait, what? Did you just grow like a year and a half worth in one night? Did you just grow an inch overnight, 10 inches overnight? You feel huge. You feel heavier to pick up. You feel taller. You're more mature. You're saying things or you're doing things that you weren't doing yesterday. And it feels like it happened overnight. And did. In some senses, it really did sometimes. Um, But there's so much working on the inside of their body that we don't see happening. Uh, One of my favorite 
kind of metaphors or stories or whatnot. It's a quote by a journalist at Jacob, Jacob Reese. Uh, it's look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without much, so much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundred and first blow, it will split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. This is one of my favorite things to relate to almost anything in life, uh, but I think it fits here well with growth of saying growth isn't linear. There's a lot going inside on the in- go <laughs> there's a lot going on inside that we can't see and then one day it just shows up where we're looking at pictures and we see our beautiful newborn baby in the picture and then we turn to the child next to us and they're five and you're like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" Like it just feels like it goes so quickly. And why I say this is because growth is not linear. So we shouldn't expect that every morning they wake up an eighth of an inch taller. We shouldn't expect that what they ate yesterday is the exact same amount that they need to eat today. This is why growth actually, if we were to bring them into the doctor's office every day, or if we were to weigh them and measure them at home, we would see that their growth looks more like stairs. There's up, and then there's plateau, and then there's up, and then there's plateau. And those stairs are not the same size, all right? Sometimes it is the tiniest little crack, and sometimes it is a huge jump, okay? Their growth is not linear. So when we're talking about portion sizes, the reason why this comes into play is a lot of times we want to say like, oh, they ate half a grilled cheese sandwich and uh, an entire pear yesterday, So today they should have a half of a grilled cheese sandwich and an entire pear. And then the next day they should have half a grilled cheese sandwich and maybe one bite and an entire pear, right? Like we want it to be predictable. We want to know how much to put on the plate. We want to know how much they're going to eat. We want to know what to expect. We want to give a number to it, a measurement, some sort of just give us some rules to the chaos of the life that we live, right? And it's just not the case. That's why we see sometimes our kids will eat an entire peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then next time they will take one bite and say, I'm done. And you're like, wait, no, what? You That's not how much you eat. And we as adults are conditioned to eat a similar amount of food every time. It's not necessarily what we need, but we're also not in this extreme state of growth like our children's children's children are, right? So they're still growing. They're doubling, tripling in size in the first few years. Well, in the first year, they almost triple their in size typically. And then the next few years, they double in size. So they're growing rapidly. We're no longer doing that. So sometimes our needs uh, are closer to being stable, but ours are different as well. There's also impacts of how well we slept, what food is available at that time, um, what we're doing with the day. Are we sitting around on the couch doing nothing all day? Are we out and being active? There's so much at play that dictates how much we eat. So that being said, I'm going to give you a little bit of something of a nugget to hold on to, but I don't want you to hold too tightly, okay? There is general ideas of how much your little one can eat. I'm going to say can instead of should. And that's one tablespoon per year of age, per food group, per meal. (laughs) Okay. Did you catch that? One tablespoon of food per year of age, per food group, per meal. So for example, if you have a perfectly balanced plate, which I'm sure we all do all the time, right? 
Yeah, right. I definitely don't. <laughs> so we have a perfectly balanced plate. We've got all the food groups on there. We would expect a two-year-old to have two tablespoons of the broccoli and two tablespoons of the chicken and two tablespoons of the rice or whatever is on their plate. Now, this isn't realistic. It's honestly not even attainable, but this is the guideline that we give, which means more often than not, what we're going to see is an increase some days and a decrease other days, and eventually it will level out. I have an entire uh, bubble on my Instagram highlights all about intake that I recommend you go watch because I kind of talk about this a little bit more. And then just a reminder here (laughs) that toddlers do need quick energy because of their growth. So you will see them reaching for things like carbohydrates, and that is completely normal and actually needed. So just a reminder, because I think sometimes parents take what they think they need as parents or adults and put it on their kids and like, well, you should be eating the same ratio of things to me. And that's actually not true. Toddlers needs are vastly different. So there's that. (laughs) And then I do want to touch quickly on baby's needs. So We tend to also do this with babies. Um, How much does my baby need to eat? How many bites? How many spoonfuls? Whatever. And it's just not that simple. There are so many even more factors with a baby, especially because we're feeding them either breast milk or formula. And especially if they're nursing directly, we don't know how much they're getting unless you are weighing your child before and after, which is still not necessarily 100% accurate you don't know how much they're even transferring. So it's so hard to even know. And that's where this idea of bodily trust comes into place, where we need to trust that our babies were born as intuitive eaters, knowing exactly how much they need to feel full to get them through to the next eating opportunity. And we want to foster that and and baby that and encourage that continued ability to tune into your body through toddlerhood, through adolescence, through adulthood, and really, truly even in us to really foster that ability to tune into our bodies and trust that our bodies were designed to sustain us. Our bodies were designed to nourish ourselves. Our bodies were designed for food. Our bodies were designed to grow and develop and um, get what it needs. And we need to trust and lean into that instead of fearing it and trusting other people to tell us what we need. And this really came about, especially around for babies, was around um, the time women started going into the workforce because baby food started to become more and more prevalent. Um, And there's a whole history behind it. But basically, we started doing more baby food. And then it was like the jarred baby food. And they had to pick a size, right? (laughs) They had to decide, how are we going to sell this? We can't sell it based on what baby actually eats because no one freaking knows. It changes every day. But we need to come up with a container to put it in. So they put it in these little like one ounce, two ounce, three ounce jars and sold it. And what we did as adults, we looked at those jars and said, oh, this is how much my baby should be eating. It's this jar's worth. They should finish an entire jar in one sitting. And it's just not true. Babies need different amounts of foods every day. They are taking maybe more milk today, less milk today, more solid foods today, less solid foods today. Maybe it's the same as yesterday. Maybe it's not. It is so variable. 
And we know that every child is just so uniquely different that it would be completely unfair to say that little baby Timmy needs the same as little baby Jeremiah, right? Like they don't need the same amount of foods. They have different experiences. They have different bodies. They have different metabolisms. They have different DNA. They have different so many things. And even within our own family, right? If you are a parent of multiple children, you probably already know this better than anyone that even two children in the same family with the same parents in the same environment, maybe even in the same home, have totally different needs. They eat different amounts of foods every day. Even if you were to take your little one was one and a half years of age, like the exact same day and compare it to your other child who was one and a half years of age, the exact same day, they're going to eat different amounts because they're different. And even though it might feel like you want a strict guideline, You don't. We want to lean in and trust our babies that they know how much to eat. And our job is to provide. Our job is to provide balanced meals regularly and predictably so that our children can thrive and so that our children can tune into their hunger and fullness, tune into their body and make the right choice of how much food they're going to eat to nourish their body so that they grow and develop. And it's our job to hold those boundaries around food, around our household, around access to food and all these sorts of things so that our child has the best chance at doing that. So when we start to put portion sizes or, you know, honestly, when we start to bring our our own idea of how much they should be eating, our own expectations, And when our kids don't live up to that, that's where that conflict starts at the table. So instead, drop your expectations and please go listen to my episode all about when to worry, Um, because I think that will help you in kind of guiding you of, okay, I I get that I can kind of let these portion sizes go and kind of release them a little bit, but like, when do I actually begin to worry? So go listen to that episode. I think it's really helpful. I will link it down below for you in the show notes as well. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. (laughs) I hope you're not frustrated with it because it's not a direct answer. I know uh, that most of us want, but but it is the answer. So I hope you enjoyed it. And either way, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on Instagram at momandmerd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have by emailing me at alyssa at momandmerd.com. Until next time, mamas.